Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. A lifetime. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business. Shane Company and Shaneco.com. This is the home for your boys in blue. A grand slam for Whitmer. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD 2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. And we roll on. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. It's Bink at Night without my boy Bink, but I do got Chris Uno Sarah with me. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine, and you until 9 o'clock. 913 576 7610. That's the phone number. I asked my niece what she wanted for her birthday. I just texted her a little bit ago for the show. So what do you want for your birthday? And I thought that I was going to get a, you know, something I can get on Amazon or maybe I want you to take me to this restaurant, which would have been fine. She's turning, oh, God, an uncle of the year, uh, 12-ish. <laughs> Something like that. 12-ish? Yeah, she's like 12-ish. Something like that. Close. That's, a, that's, a, you ever not, that's not a strong showing. Well, I'm not her father. It's not my job. I'm her uncle. I mean, you Without any that. kids of my own. No, once you have kids of your own, I feel like that's your responsibility. But just as well, like a... Yeah, you, you definitely should no, know I'm, the age I'm of not, your kids. I'm saying your own kids, you <laughs> better. I'm saying. You, you should Antonio definitely Cromarty? know that. I got like three that are three and two that are four and like a couple other ones. I'm saying... Hey, kid, how old are you? You know, no, but if you've got multiple nieces and nephews, I don't think most uncles or aunts out there know exactly how old all their nieces and nephews are. I got a bunch of these little kids running around. Anyway, we'll call her 12. And so I was like, what do you want? And she said she wants me to take her to Stoll, Kansas. You know about Stoll, Kansas? No. I didn't know about Stoll, Kansas either. So I mean, I've heard of it. I don't know what's well, that's there. What I didn't either. I was like, what's Stoll, Kansas? Apparently, when you go to the old Google machine, Stoll, Kansas has, like, it's supposed to be, like, one of the entrance to hell or something crazy where you go out there and crazy things happen and ghosts appear and you got to go out there in the middle of the night at a certain time and all these different things. But one of the things they say is that there's one wall remaining of the old church that they knocked down years ago and that you can go up to it with a glass bottle and throw it as hard as you can and it won't shatter. Again, this is according to the Internet. I... I don't believe that. I'm definitely going to try it. And the cheap person in me is going to take her there because it's going to be just the cost of gas. So I'll take her out to Stoll, Kansas. I'll try to do it at some point this week when the weather is nice. I will throw a bottle at that old wall. I will tell you if it shatters. And then I'll come back on the radio and tell you all about it. I don't know if I'd be taking a 12-year-old to the entrance of hell. Oh, there's no entrance sounds to like hell. A, sounds like a bad idea. If I thought, Chris, there was a... I mean, I just know that if I... Dare I say, if I thought there was a chance in hell... If I had a child and my, my brother was like... I know the kid is. And my brother was like, hey, I'm going to take your, your daughter to the entrance of hell. I'm like, yeah, that's 
probably not a good idea. Is there an age that you would cut it off? What if she was 16 and she wanted to do No, I would no? not. No, don't take my kid to What if she's 23 years old? She I mean, she's she an adult. She can make grown decisions at that point. But, like, you're not taking my kid that I'm responsible for to the edge of hell. Oh, well, I no. mean, we ain't going to the edge not, of hell. That's not happening. You can go to the edge of hell like 10 minutes. Or the entrance of hell, whatever. The yeah, that's a, that's a haunted house. We're going to the actual. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, if we're going to actual hell, oh, no. Stu- <laughs> No, you're not taking my, my kid to actual hell. Dude, there's no. nothing there. None of these things are happening. Stop. That's why I'm taking her there because I know nothing's going to happen. Every time I've gone to one of these places, it's supposedly, oh, it's going to. I hate when people ask me. Hit me up me, if you've ever been there. 913-576-7610. If you've ever done this or been to Stolen I hate Kansas. when people ask me, what do you want for your birthday or for Christmas? Well, this is a very unique response. I always, I always tell people, surprise me. Because, like, I'm a good gift giver. I'm, like, a very practical gift giver. I, like, I always look for things like, okay, like, let me, like, pay attention to their habits or, you know, things like that. And I find good gifts for them. Like, I just tell people surprise me. Like, I don't, I'm not a big, like, gift receiver. I don't, like, ask for gifts. And I'm, I, I kind of feel bad taking gifts. So I Are always you awkward tell when somebody gives you something? Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, man. Because I feel like I owe them now. <laughs> like, I hate feeling like I owe people. And it's not like a situation the where look I look on your do, face, like, we've all been in that scenario. Like, oh, I crap, hate, I didn't know. Yeah, like, I, 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 like, I, I don't know. It, but, like, I don't like when people do, like, overly nice things for me. Because, like... Like, like I'm always because I was like, well, how am I going to return the favor? And I don't know if I can. Sometimes has so. your girl ever sprung like a yeah, date she does it all the time that you didn't she, know about? She does it all the time. Yo, she all the time. That's and I'm a like, killer. And it's like, oh, yeah. stop! It's the worst. I mean, I love it because it's a great oh, gesture. But like at the no, same time, no, it's a great time, gesture, but I hate it. It's rude because it puts a lot of pressure on me. A lot of pressure. Cause I gotta, I gotta go out here and I gotta, I gotta do it too. And you know, dude, I gotta live up to it. When and, do the damn dates stop? Oh, it's the day that we met. It's a date that we kissed. It's a day that we went. What do you, uh, you get, you get an anniversary when we get married and maybe you can pick like two other random dates that we try to keep track of. But man, I was just talking about all the nieces and nephews and all that stuff. Yeah. We'll go out to eat and she'll be like, do you remember? Go. Uh, I usually have a pretty good memory about that. Uh, so. That you wanted the house dressing, baby? Like, what do I remember what? Like, that you wanted the, the a, a refill of that drink? She goes, no, this is the first booth that we sat in on our third date. I have a pretty good Great. memory about stuff like that. I have a bad, I have bad short-term memory. Like, somebody's like, oh, yeah, could you do this? I f- I'll forget. I I just, I, I forget. Well, I while we're, go, while we're going down this path, so Patrick Mahomes is married, so congratulations to him and the new Mrs. Mahomes and that entire family. That's great. I will say this. You have to be at a certain tax bracket to feel okay with yourself having a destination wedding. And this comes from somebody who doesn't have the biggest bank account. And I've had friends, in fact, one of my best friends, my boy Ian, got married. He's like, you got to come with us, Punta Cana. I'm thinking, bro. St. Louis, Omaha, that's as far as I'm going for your ass. Maybe, maybe Chicago. But what? You want me to jump on not one plane, not two planes, but three planes. So like a normal plane, then another one, then a small one, just to get us to where we need to go to. Then on top of that, you want me to pay for whatever I have to wear in said wedding. It just seems a little bit ridiculous. Now, again, if you're Patrick Mahomes, cool. And if you're flipping the bill, even cooler. But just normal people... Kind of, you know, and if it's, if that's what you want to do, I'm not against it. I'm just because my girl talked about it because we're kind of going down that path and having that conversation. I'm like, hell no, we're staying here. You got to stay here, right? 
I I actually like the idea, but I'd be I I would I don't want like a huge wedding or anything. I don't want. Well, then you're missing out. I'm not trying to pay for that. No, No, you don't understand. The way to do it is you have to balance how much you pay per head with what you think per head is going to give back to you in gift. Oh, no, I'm not asking people for gifts like that. We've been over that. You're not asking them for gifts, No, but people are going to give you gifts. I don't know. Keep your gifts. No. I don't care. No. Like, I'm doing it. Give me your gifts. I don't I want as many gifts as possible. No, I mean, they give it to me. I'll take it. I'm literally. I'm not. I don't care. Like, so my sister. I told you I'm not a great gift receiver. Apparently. My sister lives in Flagstaff, Arizona, and I've only met her in-laws, like her her mother-in-law and father-in-law, like three or four times. But I did go to their house one time. And their house is like 15 bedrooms, which means that they probably give a pretty nice size check. So you can bet that they made the list. I don't know. I mean, if they show up, cool. I can't be the only one that does that, right? I, can't, I know it sounds shallow when I say it into a microphone, but I can't be the only one that's planning on inviting certain people by extended relationship because I know how much money they got. My dad always tells me about, he always points out this dude, Stan. Whenever we're like a family event, he goes, look at old Stan. I'm like, that dude's still alive? I thought he died 20 years ago. I've been saying that for 20 years, and he's still kicking it. He's in better shape than me. And apparently the dude's got like 30 million bucks in the bank. I'm inviting Stan. I don't know how he's related to me. Like, I don't know if he's still alive today, but I'm definitely going to get his address on the day I get married. Probably a good idea to figure well, out. Well, whatever. If he's alive. Yeah. Somebody got Stan's money. Probably a good idea. That's all I'm saying. Coming up next, let's talk a little Royals baseball. Speaking of the money, some of the gambling lines are out. The over-under for Royals total wins this year. Sounds a little low to me. And some other props. Boys in Blue talk next on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Yo, apparently some people have been to Stoll, Kansas. Also, apparently, now that I read on, they're going to arrest me. Uh, 913, don't go at night. They'll arrest you. At least they used to. Eh, I'll take my chances with old John Ma, you know? Oh, you can't get in there anymore. It's all fenced and locked off. Maybe that's why you'll get arrested. Uh, 785, my friends and I went camping and stole. Started hearing creepy noises in the dark. Everybody crapped their pants. We immediately dipped. Well, at least you went. At least you gave it a shot. Welcome back in the show. In for Jay Binkley, I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine, with Chris Unocero, 913-576-7610. That's the phone number. We're going to talk some Royals baseball here in just a second, but Chris, you and I need to settle this debate. Um, How exactly did Tom Brady retire? Like, you don't need to tell me what he said into the microphone or what he tweeted, because I paid attention to all that crap. What was it, like six weeks ago? But to retire, let's let's get the let's get the literal definition of retiring. Because to me, before I check it out, it would be something about going away from what you did for a while. Actually going away. And there would be a time period. You can't just say I retire and come back the next day or the next week or even the next month. To me, there's a time period. Like Manny Pacquiao. I remember I was in Vegas. They were like, it's his retirement fight. So we paid for a little bit. That guy's fought 17 times since then. How did Tom Brady retire is what I want to know. Oh, because he had to have, you have to file paperwork to retire. And he oh. did that. 
So that's how he was retired. Oh. He was officially retired according to NFL status. Oh damn! That's how that's how he retired. Oh, that's like a real thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. Yeah. When you retire, you actually have to file the paperwork to do it, and he did that. This stupid computer. Every time I type in retire, it won't give me the definition. This brings up Tom Brady. I'm not even making that up. Oh, yeah, so because. Cool. Somebody texted at the beginning <laughs> of the show. Oh, I'm tired of hearing about Tom Brady. Like, dude, he's the best player to ever play in the NFL, and he came out of retirement. Although it's the biggest story in the NFL up until free agency when you, started. When you saw it, were you like jaw dropped? Oh my god, I can't believe he came oh, back. Everybody, look. I thought he was going to win. Hey, he, he was on the thing with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo this past weekend, and he was like, he he looked like he wanted to unretire. I, I, I thought the whole time, like to me, it was just he realized he couldn't be without football while he could still play well. And I, I, I mean, obviously, when you get to a point where you can't play well, there's nothing you can do about it. But he, he can still play well and – he wanted to play for a long time anyways, and so it's hard to walk away from it. I think he realized I'd be wasting years of my life when I still have a purpose to do this by retiring. So it, it makes sense, and I thought that there was a chance that he would do it. So the reason why I wasn't quite ready to put that final patch of dirt on his grave, and, you know, he, he came out of there, and obviously he's back in the NFL now. Uh, if you're ever going to say Ronaldo again, could you roll the R, please? I, uh, I don't, you don't do that. You you don't you only do that when you have double R's in the middle of the name. For real? Yeah. What I can't say Ronaldo. No. Really? A little sassy. Okay. All right. Uh, I am the sports machine, Sean Levine. And That's he's uh, he's Portuguese. Chris Unocero. Ronaldo. They only do that when they uh, when they when he scores goals and it's like the the Spanish call. Oh, I just did it also. I uh, will be here until nine o'clock. By maybe the way, maybe they maybe they do it in the in the Portuguese call too. I don't I don't he, know. I've never listened to the Portuguese all, broadcast. All, all, all I'm saying games. is that dude didn't retire. Like if you go to me, go away for at least part of a season. You know, like I don't even care if you're gone the whole year, but go away for at least part of a year. Whatever your profession was, go away from it for a while and then come back. He didn't go away. That was not a retirement. I don't know what makes up a retirement, but that's not one. Anyway, let's move on to the Kansas City Royals, where in a couple of years, Salvador Perez is going to retire. But until then, goodness gracious, who thought that guy was going to lead baseball in home runs a season ago? What are the chances that he does it again, according to Las Vegas? Probably should be a little bit more of a long shot. So this is according to the Twitter account from a guy you've probably heard of named Josh Vernier. He put this all out earlier, the Vegas odds for a bunch of Kansas City Royals numbers. Salvador Perez, 10-1 to 1 to lead baseball in home runs. Come on. I mean, that'd be great if he did it. And I'm a degenerate, so I'll put down 5 bucks to win 50. But that should be like 20-1, to 30-1, to 50-1. to 1. Come on. There's, what did he end up with last year? 40, what was it? 43, what was his final number? Because he hit a couple like the last. Talking about Sal? Yeah, uh, Salvi. Check it out for me. I don't want to tell yeah, people I'm gonna, wrong. I'm going to hit it up real quick. He's 10-1 to 1 this year to have the most home runs in baseball. As far as what are Bobby Witt Jr.'s chances of being the rookie of the year? Same thing. 3-1. to one. He had 48. 48. Goodness gracious. I stole five from him. 48 home runs. Yeah, maybe he will lead the league of home runs again. Chances for Bobby Witt Jr. to lead the. To be the American League MVP, three to one. There was a stretch when the Royals were just spitting out American League uh, rookies, rookie of the year. I'm sorry, I said MVP. I meant rookie of the year. 
not three to one to win. So let me back up. Bobby Witt Jr.'s chances of winning the American League Rookie of the Year. I was about to say, only not MVP. My Ooh. bad. My bad. They must think he's really good My if you're about to win MVP. <laughs> My bad, dog. <laughs> Nobody I don't even think would be three to one. Uh three to one to win the American League Rookie of the Year. Remember when the Royals had that stretch? It's been a while now. It was like Beltron and like who else won it? I think like Maybe Carlos Fables, did they come up the same year? Mark Quinn. Come on, Rookie of the Year? Yeah, they got like um, a, I know Angel Barroa. Angel Barroa won. Yeah, they had like a streak where they had like three or four different dudes that won it. That was like a great rookie year from him, and then he just completely fell Bob off. Hamlin? Go back to 1994, <laughs> the strike year, the hammer? What's up? Yeah, I, I didn't watch baseball. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I met him one time at Just for Feet on 119th Street. It was like one of the greatest moments of my entire youth. It was unbelievable. The hammer, Bob Hamlin. He had great Coke bottle glasses. Anyway... If Bobby Witt Jr. ends up being Rookie of the Year, that'll pay you 3-1. to one. Salvi to lead the league in home runs, 10-1. to one. How about this one? Monacy to lead baseball in stolen bases, 2-1. to one. I get it. Like, when he's healthy, that's what he does. And he's not just fast. He really is a good base runner. That's probably the thing that Alberto Monacy does best right now in his career. A part of that is because he somehow finds a way to go out there and get hurt. Sometimes we look up and we're like, hold on, he's not in the lineup. Then he's gone for a month or two months or the rest of the – like that's happened multiple times. Could happen again, knock on wood. But Monacy's best – what he's best at right now, maybe one day he'll be that 5 to a player. It's base running. Two to one, though, that means he stays healthy. I'm not putting my money on that. Whip Merrifield, his odds to lead the league in runs. See, this is a long shot that I like, 35 to one. Because here's the thing about Whit Merrifield. It feels like this is probably the year where if the Royals, and you can tell me if you disagree, Chris, that if they're not in contention come trade deadline, and I'd say that's 50-50, I'd say it's just as likely that they are as that they aren't, that Whit Merrifield gets dealt. I mean, we've been talking about this now, hell, since he signed that contract, what, four years, $16 million, whatever it was, just an unbelievably club-friendly deal, and all he's done is been one of the best players in baseball and one of the sturdiest players on this team. But it feels like now so many teams would come calling for that guy. And frankly, as a Royals fan and a fan of Whit Merrifield, I wouldn't mind 
if the trade deadline comes around, the Royals suck, they want to get back some sort of young assets, and they let him go. In the past, I've said, no, you have to give it a shot. It's too early. But it feels like that could happen this year at the trade deadline. So if he goes to a better team, if he ends up with, you know, the Yankees or, you know, one of these other teams, the Red Sox, something like that, the Rays, then he could have even more runs. So 35 to 1 for Merrifield lead league in runs, I'll take it. I here's here's my thing about Unless he gets traded to the National League, now that I think about it, then it screws you. No, I mean DH the DH is there now. Uh here's my thing about about Witt. If he was gonna be dealt, I I mean the latest you could do it would be the trade deadline this year. Yeah. Because like he's thirty three right now. And you know, by the time he hits free agency, he'll be thirty five. Like, there's not a ton of money that he's going to draw on a free agent market, even with his numbers because of his age. And haven't you squeezed all the juice out of the orange? He's great still, but, like, is there more that you can get? Or if that's it, could you maybe try to get back a younger version of that? But, like, I don't even – but the thing is, is, like, I just feel like the value that you would get for him depletes every day that they don't trade him. For sure. So that's the reason why I feel like it's probably not going to happen. If you're the Royals at this point now, like, he's – and, and, and it sucks. It really for him, sucks, it for sucks him. bro. It's bad timing. He's, um, I mean, unless he's putting up these kind of numbers now, and even then, even if he is, I don't know if he's ever going to get that big money deal. Didn't he come up the year after they won the World Series? Yeah, yeah he came up 2016. What terrible timing. And, like, and not only that, but because <laughs> he came up so late in the year, he didn't get service time for that year. So, basically, his service time didn't start until the next season. That guy always gets screwed. Yeah. Remember, so, when, he, remember when he wasn't an all-star because, like, Gliber Torres and yeah. I think it was Jose Altuve were both hitting like a million. So they, he wasn't an all-star. The only way, like he signed a four-year deal worth $16 million a few years ago. And let the league and hit 10 stolen bases. And like, it's, <laughs> I mean, literally Whit Merrifield might be the best value contract we've ever seen in oh, yeah. baseball. I mean, definitely seriously, here. Seriously. Like it might be the best valuable con most valuable contract in baseball. Cause even though last year he kind of had a, what people consider a down year, he still hit 277. Yeah. You know, he was still one of the team's best hitters. He still had, uh, you know, he still had 74 RBIs. Like he still is, was an incredibly valuable player. There are plenty of guys that are hitting 277 with what you say, 75 RBIs and yeah. however many stolen bases that are making Two times, three times, five times. There were like, cause like, uh, I think it was yesterday on Twitter. It came out that the Padres are trying aggressively trying to find suitors for Eric Cosmer and and Will Myers. Myers. He's making considerably less than both of those guys. And he's playing better than both of those. He is better than both those guys. Like Haas right now is barely above two. He was barely above two fifty last year. Uh, and Will Myers is like 260 something and and neither of those guys have pl- like like Will Myers is you know decent but he's paying he's getting paid 22 million dollars this year. Haas is getting 13 million and he's producing way less than what than what uh um Witt is producing right now. Oh, Will Myers was this figment of our imagination that was supposed to be this he, he you know he's been okay. He's been an average major league baseball player. Eric Cosmer, I don't want to talk any smack on that guy. I mean, great defensive Haas player. Hasn't, he hasn't lived up to the contract. He's Not at all. But in Kansas City, he had a couple of really good offensive seasons. Oh, and, yeah, of course, Gold Glove. So, I mean, he's good, good, he, some good years. And he looked like a player that deserved the kind of money that he got. My point is, as much as those guys got talked about and got paid, Whit Merrifield is by far a better baseball player than both those guys. Right, yeah. And so, like, If he retired tomorrow. 
I just don't think that he's ever going to get that money. I just don't think he's ever going to get the a big money contract. So at this point, if you're the Royals, if you've got a guy that's comp- that's way overperforming his value, why don't you just keep him? Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, the- I thought about trading him like a couple years ago and even last year, but like at this point now, it doesn't really make any sense to move him because he's still playing really well, and you you're never going to have to pay him big money. We'll talk a little bit more Royals as the show rolls on. Coming up on the other side, let's get in the Chiefs conversation because I think the one question for Tyree Kill and putting up big contract numbers or putting giving him a big contract is this: it's a really simple question. Do the Chiefs need Tyree Kill? to win the Super Bowl. Just think about that. Do they need Tyreek Hill to win the Super Bowl? We'll talk about that on the other side. Halfway home on a Monday night, Bink at Night, 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's good? Sports Machine, Sean Levine, in for Jay Binkley. Binkin' Night, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. Chris Unosero spinning the wheels across the glass. Hit me up on the text line, 913-576-7610 is the phone number. Coming up in our next segment, I got a Levine's list for you. Go to Levine's list, so you don't want to go anywhere. Patrick Mahomes is now officially a married man. And uh, I've got my top 10 best wedding movies coming up in the next segment. So if you're pulling in the driveway, you don't want to miss that. Just, uh, you know, I don't know, light up a cigar and lean back in your recline your seat a little bit and just chill out. Keep your radio on. Turn it up. Relax. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. We just talked Royals. Let's talk a little bit of Kansas City Chiefs football where uh, I think the question has to be asked going forward. For every single free agent, now that Patrick Mahomes is, you know, over the next decade going to take a half a billion dollars off of the payroll. Do you need this player or can you do without him? And I don't mean need this player to make it easy. I don't mean need this player to put up 40 points a game or need this player to make Patrick Mahomes happy. I mean need in the sense of kind of like, you need shelter and water and food to live if you're just going to, you know, barely survive. If the Chiefs are going to win Super Bowls, right? Because that's the goal. Multiple Super Bowls going forward. Do they need Tyreek Hill? Or can they do it without him? It's a really interesting question, and I'm curious your answer. 913-576-7610. Here's how I feel about it. You do need Tyreek Hill for this next contract. And mo- how old is he, Chris? Most of the time. He just turned 28 last week. 28, so you're still a couple years away from 30. And I don't know about you, I don't see any slowdown. We all know that his best skill set is his speed. And more specifically, being able to cut on a dime. Most of the time, I don't care what sport you're talking about. If you're a base stealer and speed's your thing, or if you're a point guard in basketball and you're a quick guy getting up and down the court, the second that speed goes away, it doesn't come back. That's just not how it works. Guys don't slow down. Well, except for Randy Moss when he went to the Raiders for a couple years and then he came back to the Patriots. Whatever the hell happened there. But besides that, most of the time, when you start getting above 26, 27, 28, you start to slow down a little bit. You get a little bit older. You get that ear hair. You got to get a girlfriend to pluck. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, that's usually when you start to slow down. 
So if the Chiefs can look at Tyree Kill and say, okay, your best skill set is not what it used to be, here's what we can offer you, then I would understand moving on. I don't see that. As a matter of fact, I think that we're right now in the prime. I'm not going by the numbers. I'm going by the eye test. And the numbers back up what I'm saying. That we're in the prime of Tyree Kill to the point where not only do you need him to win divisions and ultimately to give yourself the easiest path to get to and win more Super Bowls, besides Patrick Mahomes, now that I think about it, for the next, let's say, four years, which would essentially be if the Chiefs are to give him a new contract, he might be the second guy. Obviously, everybody's going to say Patrick Mahomes won with a bullet. But if you got another guy for the next four years under contract, is there any more important player? Maybe somebody's going to look on the defensive side of the ball and be like, yeah, dummy, it's Chris Jones. Or, yeah, you idiot, it's one of those young guys like Snead or whoever you want to say. Or it's got to be Orlando Brown Jr. He's the left tackle. Sean, you're the one that always says once you buy the mansion, you got to buy the insurance. You got Patrick Mahomes. The insurance is Orlando Brown Jr. Fine. But if we're talking about winning Super Bowls, I don't think you can do it without Tyreek Hill. Without Travis Kelsey, it's going to be difficult. But if you want to say, has Kelsey slowed down more so or less than Tyree Kill? He's a little bit older. He's taken a few more hits. So I think that we're going to see the end of Travis Kelsey and his elite skill set quicker than we will for Tyree Kill. What I'm trying to say is, I think that you need him. So I think you got to pay him. And kind of like you did last time, maybe you should pay him before the price gets too high. Because if you start looking around what other wide receivers are making or at least what other wide receivers are asking and, frankly, are getting paid, that dude ain't getting any cheaper. And he's not going to have a season where he goes out there this year and pouts. The Chiefs have been too good to him. He's not going to have a season this year where he goes out and underperforms. His team's too talented. His quarterback's too good. He's too consistent. Where it feels like you might as well pay him now if you think he's part of your quote-unquote, long-term, let's say the next three or four-year plan. So I would go ahead and do that. I would go ahead and open up the checkbook. I would say, what's your number? I'd talk to his agent. I would figure it out, and I would get that deal done. Because here's the problem you're going to run into. Two problems. One, if you let him walk, how the hell are you going to replace that? And then who's like your number one wide receiver at that point? And two, where does he go? I mean, what if, what if he went to a division team? What if the Broncos said, yeah, we're all in on Tyree Kill then? If you hit the free, if you hit the open market and everybody could bid on him? What if you went to the Ravens? What if you went to one of these other teams? Then do you want to see him for the next three or four years? So that's kind of how I judge it. I think that Tyree Kill is one of those dudes where you have to pay him. And you might as well pay him now. Yeah, I think here's the thing. Um, obviously, yeah, you you it's not just Tyreek, though, that you need. And I, I think we've come to that realization. Tyreek is very important for them because he's basically he's like the perfect receiver for what Andy likes to do. And Pat. Can, yeah, I mean, yeah, but more so Andy because he's the gadget guy and, and, and he's the guy that can go deep and catch short routes, things like that. Andy loves the smaller, faster, more agile receivers. Yeah. But it it. I think nowadays the league is starting to catch on to that style of let's just hold on a sec. Oh, I thought I had to sneeze real quick, but uh, it was, it, it's a situation where like all these teams are overloading their offense full of talent. Now, like we saw that with the Bengals, 
where the Bengals are like, okay, well, we've got T. Higgins. We've got Tyler Boyd. Okay, let's bring in Jamar Chase, even though our quarterback got his knee shredded when he got sacked by Chase Young last year in his in his rookie year. Oh, let's add another number one wide receiver. Like all like the, the Rams before Robert Woods injured his knee, they had Robert Woods, they had Cooper Cup, and they had OBJ. Yeah. Like it it it's the way the league is going now, it seems as if the Chiefs will need more than just a Tyreek and a Kelsey. I don't think you're gonna be able to add to it too much unless you break it up. Like, if you want what you're talking about, where you get a Cooper Cup and then you bring in an Odell Beckham and you bring in a Robert Woods, you're probably going to have to get rid of one of those guys first. Let one of those guys I don't think you will. I don't know if you can pay those guys and add to them with one of those type of names. I I don't think it's possible. You tried it. You tried it with Sammy Watkins, and people were going to argue on the text line, oh, it worked out, whatever, they won the Super Bowl. Eh. It it did work out. Well. Like, they were able to pay all three of them. But Sammy Watkins... Wanted too much money. Well, they can't do that anymore. That, that was they, that was that was pre-paying Patrick Mahomes this type of money. The thing is, different is, time. Well, here's the thing though: is like Mahomes' contract is set up so that he so that they can restructure it pretty much every year and save money on it. So, like that's that's. I mean, there's there's no good reason to sign a deal that long unless you are are putting in a, a, a you know mechanics to constantly restructure to create cap space. It makes no sense for him to sign that long of a deal. So. The way that it's set up, it's set up so that they can find room. And if you look at the fact that them re-signing Tyreek Hill would save them a lot of money as is, it would make a ton of sense for them to go out there and and uh, sign Tyreek long-term, plus get another weapon. Plus, you also have to take it to, to the fact that Travis Kelsey turns 33 in October. You know, we all know that you cannot take for granted these guys once they get into their third. Right. In football years, think about how different that is. 33 versus 28, like five years worth of hits, five years worth of practice. In the case of the Chiefs, five years worth of playoff games. Like, man, that is a huge difference. Yeah. You can't take that for granted. And so if you're the Chiefs, it would be very smart to overload. I think, I mean, personally, it's me. I would go out there and get a guy like Juju. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
And I would also go out and draft a receiver because I in the first round because I feel like you want to make sure you have a steady supply of top of the line talent for Patrick Mahomes to throw to because you just can't take this stuff for granted. At 28 years old, man, you could argue that Tyree Kill the last couple of years has put together the two best years of his career. I mean, you're talking about back to back 1250 yard seasons, back to back seasons where he had well this year, he almost had double digit touchdowns. He had nine touchdowns this year. He had 15 the year before that. Every time I say the Chiefs have the best quarterback in football, the best tight end in football, it feels like I get no pushback. And then I also say, well, they have the best wide receiver in football. And then some people start texting on it. Hold on, sports machine. Just hold on. I mean, I think he's the most dangerous. I don't think he's the best. Dude, 24 touchdowns and 2,500 yards over two years. Yeah, I I think Devontae. He had 111 catches this year, man. Yeah, I mean he had a lot of catches. I would take I would take Devontae and uh, and Hopkins. You're splitting him. hairs there. Uh, I don't know. I think that Devontae is the only argument. I would I would take Hopkins. Over I don't him think too. so. I think I think Hopkins is a better. I don't think receiver, so. But I I I do I do. I mean I put him number three. This dude Tyree Kills had four separate seasons where he had 1,200 yards receiving. He's been in the league for six years. I mean you want to talk about consistency? He's had 24, 31. In the last four seasons, Tyree Kills had 46 touchdown receptions, guys. 46 touchdown receptions in four years. Consistent. And if I thought he was slowing down, I wouldn't be talking like this. I wouldn't say pay him now and overpay if you have to. I'm only saying that because I think going forward, it's worth it. I say this a lot. You never want to pay a guy in sports for what he's already done. You want to pay him for what you think he's about to do. And what I think he's about to do over the next three or four years is the same thing he's done for the last three or four years which is tear up the league. And if you don't have them, what the hell are you going to do? You're not the Chiefs without Tyreek Hill. Pay that man his money. Coming up next, we'll get back into the college basketball conversation. Is this Jayhawks team good or good enough? We break it down right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, it's Travis Kelsey, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Yo, what's good? Chris Unocero, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, taking you up until 9 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. I got a good old-fashioned Levine's list for you coming up here in just a few minutes. Um... Every Saturday, I host a show on the BetQL network called Tapped Out. It's a fight show. We talk MMA. We talk boxing or whatever. But I have to look at myself. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen me, but I'm I'm not going to be a supermodel. That's for I damn. I mean, most of these people haven't seen you. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not going to be a supermodel. That's for damn sure. I've seen you. And no, you've seen me. And I, I don't know if you confirm that, by the way. I'm not got a dimple. I'm not right looking cat. But uh, is that what you think? Well, that's what my girl tells me. Uh-huh. That's yeah. That's, 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 trying to juice you up. Yeah, she, you know, she does. Yeah, she <laughs> trying does. to juice you up. She definitely did that. Anyway, my girl be trying to juice me up too. I'm like, no, nah, you don't have to do. No, that. I'm like, no, you I don't. I know what I like. But my, my, the reason I bring it up, Chris, is I see myself because we broadcasted on Twitch, and my lazy eye is getting bad, dude. Like, I feel like the older that I get, my eyes used to be beautiful, or at least I felt so. And then, like, when I started losing my hair. My eyes started wandering, and it's getting wonky, dude. Was that was that it started wandering when you started losing your hair, or you just About the noticed same time. it, or you just uh, noticed it? Maybe that's when somebody felt confident enough to tell me. Yeah, maybe that's probably because that likely. is kind of a jerk thing to do. Like if you call it your own lazy eye, like I am, it's one thing. 
But if I was doing the show with you right now, we're boys, and you were like, yo, man, you're looking in 10 different directions right now, I might be like, well, you could get away. I mean, I can't. I if can't, a random person I can't said see it, that far. If I was checking out at Target and they were like, hey, man, look this direction. You're looking at aisle seven and cash register three. Like, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, I don't know you like that. Well, yeah, like a random person. If they call my lazy they eye. Roasting you, yeah, yeah, you would, you would be. It's getting You would worse, be in the though. right to be mad about It's getting that. worse, though. I was looking at, like, I was watching the replay of our show. Oh, my gosh. That thing just, in the middle of a segment, it'll just take off, dude. Yeah, I, uh, so, like, I. Is there a I, remedy for it? I don't know. I don't I, think I, I, I'm, I'm not a lazy eye expert. You're not? Here. I don't. Like, I think I, like, close-up shots of my face look a little weird. But, like, from a, you know, from a good distance, I got a, I got a really good smile. Like, a really. I, and a I, full head of hair. Yeah, I got a full head of hair, too. You oh, know, from that, a distance. That helps. You're a great-looking guy. Yeah. Like, I got. Well, Freaking I mean, Adonis. I, you know, chicks like my freckles. They they really like my they freckles. get a little close-up. It's fun, too. I'm just you saying. Know, chicks like my. But, like. Like I, I like get a good. It's hard distance. for me to tell. Like at least I've, yeah, I've got a, I've got like a good smile, so it works for me. Yeah. I, I practiced it too. Like I like seriously, my girlfriend loves taking photos, and I just got the perfect smile every time because I've I've worked on it for years. So like it's it's easy for me. Yeah. Like I I, I don't I don't really have to. work So what on you're that. saying is you're photogenic, if you may say so yourself. I guess. Yeah. Are you? I mean, I guess. I yeah. I I'm guess. uglier in pictures than I am in real life, and my girlfriend's I mean, the opposite. I tell her I'm like, babe, you're beautiful, but in pictures, you are just like a. Ten. I take really bad, like front, like frontal, like the or, like ID photos. I always try to make it look like a mugshot. Oh, I look, I, that's what mine look like. Like, a, like my media credentials. Oh, it looks I look like, like a I look like a. I look like a. I look like a. It looks like a prison mugshot. Dude, they it's get terrible. my they get my ID every single time. They give me the triple look. They're like, hold on, did you escape? Where are you from? Where's your orange outfit, dog? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I look, look, I look really. Dead. I get it. And my hair is like way shorter than it is. I don't now, think anybody's so. ever had a good ID picture. You know, like I, oh, I, you I should know see some my people ID. that take really good. Nah, I've seen some. Nah. I've seen some hot chicks on their on their IDs. Like, well, if you're a super really hot chick, strong. you always yeah. look good. It's just what nah, level of good some, you look. some of them, some of them don't take, especially without the makeup. Sometimes you know they. Don't oh take yeah, that's ID true. Photo. That's true. Uh, let's go out to the phone lines. Dan, Dan, what's up, Dan? Hey, Sean, hi, Chris. Okay. I didn't, before I say anything, I took second place in my Special Olympics uh, tournament at Topeka. Congrats, man. Good. Oh, thanks, yeah. Now, I will tell you something. Uh, oh, the Seahawks rebuilding, Sean and Chris. Do you think DK Metcalf would have well, come to the Chiefs? Best people like him here. What about you guys? Do you think that will be a good fit for the Chiefs? Uh, congrats again, man, on that Special Olympics uh, uh, medal. That's awesome, Dan. Appreciate you calling in, as always. Uh, I don't think that, it, well, first of all, would DK Metcalf be unbelievable here? Yeah. Have we have we had that conversation a million times because the Chiefs drafted Hardman ahead of him? Absolutely. Chris and I differ a little bit when it comes to the wide receiver play. I think that for the next couple of years, like let's say this year and next year, as long as you've got Tyree Kill and as long as you've got Travis Kelsey, it's all gravy, baby. I mean, at that point, you're still going to have two guys at an elite level with Patrick Mahomes. You know the offensive line that you got lined up. And for the most part, the coaching staff's kind of shaking itself out with this guy getting a job here. What I'm saying is there should be a little bit of continuity for at least this year and next. But after that, man, it's a complete and total crapshoot. The truth is, after that, the only player that you know is going to be wearing a Chiefs uniform is Patrick Mahomes. He's good enough. He's young enough. He's under contract. And damn it, people like him. But everybody else at that point, I mean, do we know? That Chris Jones will be under contract? I would say more likely not. Travis Kelsey, probably retired, or at least having the conversation. Tyree Kill, 
I would say. Even some of these young cats that have shown out the last couple of years where you're like, well, of course you'd re-sign them. I don't know. How expensive come contract time is Legereus Sneed or somebody like that? So, again, what I'm trying to tell you is this is why it's been important, and now it's hindsight, you can't do anything about it, that the Chiefs have cashed in the last couple of years. It's not always going to be like it was a couple of years ago where you get back to the Super Bowl after winning the Super Bowl and you only lose two games of the regular season and coast through the playoffs. We know now that things can happen. Players can get hurt. Balls can bounce in certain directions. Calls can go against you. Young teams can come up. And then all of a sudden, you ain't the one they're talking about. They're talking about the next guy. And it feels like this is the season for the Chiefs to make sure that they're still that team everybody's talking about. Now, according to Vegas, they've got the best odds to win the Super Bowl. No surprise. That being said, man, there's some teams on their heels. If you look at what the Chiefs were a couple of years ago, compared to everybody else, it felt like they were running away with it. It felt like it was them, then there was a big gap, and then whoever you thought at the time was the second best team. Maybe you were saying, maybe you were on the Ravens thing, or maybe you were on the whoever it was at the time. I think that it would be a good idea if they could get him. I don't think it's feasible for them to get him. And DK were, Metcalf? Yeah. I and mean, come on. There, there's no, there it's, no way. It, like, the thing is, is I don't know if the Seahawks are even willing to, like, really move him. Like, maybe if a team goes out there and just gives them uh, an offer they can't refuse, they might do that. But if you are in their position, you're like, okay, maybe we could be in on Deshaun. Or maybe we really like a kid, a kid in the draft and we can go and get him. And now he's going to have all these great weapons around him. And this quarterback will be in prime position to help this team start winning now. Like, if, if, in that instance, it doesn't make any sense to move him. But, like, I, I mean, if the Chiefs were going to do that, they would have tried to do that well. I mean, they they would have gone after him well before the the – Russell Wilson move. Maybe they weren't aware that the Seahawks were willing to break things up. I mean, I mean look, there has we, to be first domino that look, falls. We all, we all knew that Wilson was up for trade. Sure. <laughs> Russell all, Wilson, but not we, everybody. We all knew Wilson was up for trade. They're trains. movers and shakers now. I mean, we all knew that Russell Wilson. Like, come on now. Like, the, when you start getting specific teams that he would play for. That, that was kind of weird. That didn't come from nobody. Seattle was still one of them, though. That didn't come from nobody but Russell Wilson or his agent. It just feels. One of those two people sent out sent that out to whoever reported it first and said, yeah, these are the teams that, that Russell Wilson's willing to play for besides the Seahawks. Look at the receiving trios, if you will, that the last two Super Bowl champions have had, right? So you had Godwin and you had uh, Mike Evans, and you had Rob Gronkowski, right, down there in Tampa. And then this year you had Cooper Cup, and you had Robert Woods, and you had, who am I forgetting? Who was their third stud? Oh, Odell Beckham. Yeah, OBJ. So you had all those guys. If the Chiefs somehow landed DK Metcalf, which we're just dreaming right now, because Dan called in and wanted us to chat it up, so we are, and you came in next year with Travis Kelsey, DK Metcalf, and Tyreek Hill. Oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. It makes those other trios look like garbage. If the Chiefs didn't go out there and do what those other two teams did with that type of an offense, that's almost like, remember when the league stepped in and wouldn't let Chris Paul go to the Lakers? I know it's a different sport, different time. But yeah, they're like, no, no yeah, we can't they, do that. They were like, no. No, that's too good. 
it feels like somebody would step in. Well, have I, well they didn't. Well, first of all, they didn't really step in. They I know they can't the do that, but it feels like something they, would happen. They owned the Pelicans, so they could be like, yeah, we don't like that trade. That was a little wonky. You wasn't know, it? I mean, that, it wasn't the best trade for the for that. Well, at that at that time, they were still the Hornets. Um, but it wasn't the best move for the Hornets, so it made a lot of sense for them to decline it, even though it looked a little shady because the league was the one that was making the move or not making the move in that instance. So I understand that. But I, I like my thing is just if you are the Chiefs, you should absolutely try to overload your team with talent. And, you know, I, I, I think Metcalf's a pipe dream, but if you can get a guy like Juju, and I think if even if you go out and get someone like let's say it's Juju or like the you know they're one of the two teams uh, that are the Saints are the other one that's like heavily linked with Jarvis Landry. If you can get one of those two guys, I think you still should go out and draft another receiver because you know Jarvis Landry's like thirty, so you you can't count on him forever. He's probably a one or two year guy. And you know if you go out and if you get Juju, like he's only twenty five, so that's a good option. But you still want to get another receiver, so. Uh, I don't think that that should stop them from trying to get someone else, but I do think getting another wide receiver is a must for the Chiefs. Well, first of all, when it comes to Jarvis Landry, I was the sucker that, remember when they were on Hard Knocks and Jarvis Landry, like David Njoku made the greatest catch I've ever seen. I was like, I gotta get that guy on my fantasy team. And I'm sure somebody out there remembers this. They got Jarvis Landry, every time he made a catch on Hard Knocks, he would say, bless him. Bless him. And I'm like, oh, I'm drafting that guy on my team because in real life, when he scores, I want to yell at my TV, bless him. Well, that year, he went out there and had three touchdowns. And the year after that, he had six and then three. And last year, he had a grand total of two. You know what that sounds like? Sammy Watkins. Do you want to bring that guy back? If so, that's on you. I'm good. I'm good on Jarvis Landry. But we can talk about it coming up next. Bank at night, one hour left, 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.